Let's get it started, huh? Uh, no, that's copyright. We have to cut all of this now. Well, copyright claimed. No, they can't. They can't copyright me for saying the opening of their censored version of that song. Also, Pretty Black Eyed Peas suing for copyright. My ass. Music joke. I love you, Black Eyed Peas. Don't sue me. I'm sure they will definitely be our first listeners. Let's tag. Let's tag this one, Black Eyed Peas, and make sure they make sure they get in. Make sure they get this. Yeah, let's, let's tag Fergie for I'm sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> so, uh, opening, uh, opening line. Hello and welcome back to I'm Sorry Grandpa, where we have conversations not meant for elder ears. So if you believe that your ears are an elder, I would turn this podcast off right now because we are discussing with my friends here, uh, Robocop. I am Morgan. I'm Keanu. I'm Manny. And as part of Sci-Fi September, blockbusters only, uh, last week we talked about Jurassic Park and this week we're discussing Robocop. So guys, I had never seen Robocop before until yesterday when I watched it or the day before. <laughs> uh, had, had you guys, I think you both had already seen no. Robocop. Manny? No, you hadn't. Mm-mm. Okay. Manny, had you seen it? I had seen Robocop as a child multiple times. And then as an really? adult, I found a Robocop DVD at a $5 Walmart bin. And I was like, Caitlin, you have to watch this. Or, yeah. I think Caitlin had made a note that she hadn't ever seen Robocop. And I was like, you have to watch this. I made her watch it and I realized that it wasn't that good. Yeah, that's really? that was my takeaway. It wasn't bad. It just, when we, we watched Jurassic Park, and then going from Jurassic Park to Robocop, it, it was, you know, you're going from Jurassic Park to Robocop. That's, I will I mean, say, I kind of have a slight bias, because I just watched it. <laughs> so your um, bias is in favor of? Not in favor of. I would still say I love Jurassic Park way more as a movie. But this one, I think, is more interesting, like, philosophically, I guess. I would disagree entirely with that statement, first of all. I think Jurassic all Park right. is a much more philosophical film where you're discussing thoughts about life and chaos and not being able to control life. Ah, yes. And, um, chaos. I, <laughs> but I will say that RoboCop, I believe, has some kind of poignant social commentary, especially considering the society that is, you know, currently current going day on right now. American yes. politics. Yeah, uh, with the whole (laughs) cop thing in Black Lives Matter, it was definitely... I mean, I guess Black Lives Matter didn't really come up in RoboCop, but just the idea of cops and defunding the police was a huge thing in RoboCop, so it was very topical, that's for sure. They had two sort of important side characters that were black in the movie, right? It was the crazy laughing guy man and the the hard-ass police general man. He was my favorite, the hyena laugh guy. I'm so glad you brought him up mm. for his laugh because his laugh was iconic. Killer. When I watched it and I told Jasmine, I was like, I'm so mad they killed him off first of all of the henchmen. One, because he was the one black henchman, so of course he was going to die first. But he should have been the one up on that construction thing putting that shit on, on RoboCop. And I just went, instead of the guy being like, I got him, boss, I just wanted to hear his laugh one last time before he just uh. explodes. 
That would have been perfect. He was he was my favorite henchman. He was a guy. His laugh was a plus. <laughs> it made the film. I wouldn't say that either of those black characters were particularly important. I think they were just. They, I mean, I think they were good characters. Uh, I also, funny enough, when you said two important black characters in the movie, I was not thinking of the henchman at all. I that laugh is iconic by all means. But <laughs> who I was thinking of was the black corporation boardroom member who's just kind of oh, in the yeah. background. You remembered him first over the over the henchman who had like lines. He had like three scenes. He had three scenes, but they were all like really like pro RoboCop. Like at the end of the movie, he like gave him like <laughs> thumbs ups, and he was just like super enthusiastic. He's like RoboCop, yeah. And like you know, like when RoboCop first woke up, he like pat him on the shoulder. He's like, "Woo, you go RoboCop!" And it, I don't know, it just yeah, he really struck a chord with me. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he's like, he's, I, "I get him. He guy, understands me." He we was, don't he was be the board member to your heart. Sexy robot man, if you want to think about it. Yeah, he was a sexy robot man until he took his visor off, and then I was like, I'm done. Cancel, cancel Robocop. I don't know. Manny, what did you think about that exactly? Do you think Robocop's more sexier, unmasked or masked? <laughs> this is exactly what I thought we were going to talk about. Um, <laughs> it was a big, it was a big oh, conversation God. in my household. Really? We, I'm pro-masked Robocop. Oh, pro-masked Robocop all the way. Okay. I'm actually Keanu? anti-mask. Damn, it's anti-mask vulnerable. Robocop. It, it, it reveals so much. With the mask on, he's just cop man. But with the mask off, sure, he, you could see circuitry, you could see he's more machine than man. But that kind of is more sexy to me, I guess you could say. It's more revealing, I guess. Why am I discussing this? Why did I put three shots of vodka in here? Candy prefers robots, and he likes big foreheads. That's okay. Do I have a forehead for you? Who is it? Who you have in store for me, my guy? Are we all going to compare? That is I not a forehead. forehead. That is a three head, like me. We've, we've had this discussion before. You have a three head. Just as uh, yeah, I, I got a forehead. But also, I have a small, I have a small hand. So. I have small head. I got big hands. Yeah, yes, so you might faces. have a forehead. It's just only three hands. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. You big hands, whatever. The what one thing that hands? kind of struck me about the movie were you were you guys getting like weird tonal flat like what's the word I'm looking for tonal like whiplash? Oh, whiplash! Yeah, be- because it was just the constant uh, ads and stuff that were throughout it. Yeah, I like the ads. I like yeah. the ads a lot. I see that that like that added to it for me um if there were no ads and it was just the robocop thing it wouldn't have been nearly as good as the uh, of a movie it was the ads that really i feel like add to the experience and make you feel like you're in this weird old detroit world in some sort of future where everything is constantly ads 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 and also you know i'd buy that for a dollar <laughs> that fucking killed me i feel like that means something but i'm not really sure what did y'all pick from that? I think it, I actually had a note here in my notes um, where I write really? notes. Really? Is that where you put them? Where I put oh my, my god. Notes. Um, I put my notes in my prison pocket. Your prison pocket? What the fuck's <laughs> prison pocket? I don't it's want a brain. vagina. Oh. Oh, I no. was thinking that. I and I call them my votes. Something else. Vote this insert date here. I think there's a lot of okay. innuendo there. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, that was unfortunate. Yeah. Morgan, you're our sole female podcaster. You can't say things like this. It's very um, and 
Oh. It's very inappropriate. I think we're going to have to get oh. PR to come down and talk HR? to you. HR? You mean HR? Fuck. So you need to get PR? Is this press release going to come and talk to me? <laughs> All right. You need the PR team to come discuss? I mean, I guess, yeah, you need to discuss my image. And my image is you're the solo girl, so act like it. We're going to turn you into a blonde Zelda. It means that apparently I can't make jokes about my vagina. Because that's too girl. No, because it's sexist. You're objectifying that's women. That's true. By objectifying yourself. Yes. Anyway, small, uh, <laughs> big hands, small dick. What's uh, What are we talking about? Well, just the ads in the world in general. I thought that it was a really good way to do world building. And I, I think it's particularly something that I found very uh, engaging because... It's very similar to another movie that was, funny enough, made by uh, the writer and director who worked on RoboCop, Starship Troopers. Yes. Oh, that's right. The one you said you, you'd wanted to do. Yeah. I'd love to we do, do that. Starship Troopers for uh, Sci-Fi Saturday or whatever. Uh, Sci-Fi <laughs> September. <laughs> I didn't say that. If it, next, next time we have a sci-fi theme that isn't blockbuster specific. Starship Troopers, for sure. But yeah, no. Uh, in Starship Troopers, I also thought it was a really great way to do world building. And I think it's really interesting, too. It's, you know, it, it's that it's done well. It seems like a real newscast. And it really engages you and brings you into that world where you're like, okay, yeah, these things are happening all around the world. And, you know, in the center of it is, you know, this crazy story of a new robot cop in Detroit and the privatization of the police force. Um, they make a note there uh early on in the film where they're like oh yeah you know like people uh, our company privatizes things that you traditionally haven't privatized before or you know we go into business in sectors that were non-profit and we privatize them uh like the police force and like hospitals is one of the things they said and that's just hilarious to me because now in the united states it's all privatized hospitals. There, there aren't really yep. public hospitals. Not really. It's you know privatized med- like insurance companies really uh, have their hands in there. And yeah, <laughs> why did they predict it's, the future? Uh, Fuck RoboCop. RoboCop did the best job of predicting the future from any other movie in the eighties. Sadly, but no. Yes, you have a big point with the privatization of the police force. I think it was. I think a lot of people. What I've noticed is when I... The only time I've ever heard about Robocop was from, like, dude bros who were, like, Robocop and pop, pop culture. And it was so far removed from what the movies actually were to me, at least. Or it seemed like to me. Because Robocop in popular culture is, like, this badass silver-looking, like, toilet dude. He looks like Krang in a fucking juicer helmet. I think I stole that from Epic Rap Battles of History. They just make him, like, a cool robot man. Like, people miss the political and cultural subtext of what he's talking about and that kind of throws me for a loop especially when that when you mention that kind of shit because it's so blatant and in front of you yeah i think that goes with every every story uh people that are just like oh cool explosions will totally miss the subtext underneath yeah i was making a note to caitlin um my spouse before we started uh this podcast that RoboCop, you know, definitely had some pretty interesting political themes, and um, it was in there. It was in the film for sure, but it, it definitely got kind of just washed away with the amount of action in the film, and that's really what's memorable, you know. Um, yeah. It wasn't the best done, um, I don't think, even for the time, I would say. Um, 
<laughs> uh, uh, it wasn't the best on practical effects. Like, yeah, mm. like there's a scene towards the end. It. I it was it wasn't terrible either. But there, I would I wouldn't say like for the time I couldn't say. I'm just thinking compared to like Star Wars, which came out like ten years before. It was comparable. It, it seemed like the same type of effects as Star Wars might have. Well, one of the guys so. who worked on the who did the stop motion for RoboCop, uh, Phil Tibbet, also did the stop motion for Star Wars or some of it, and would actually go on to be an advisor on uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, that's our oh, tie-in to the last movie. They relegated him to advisor. Yeah, it all ties together. Well, actually, yeah. there's and wait, there's... wasn't there an actor from uh, Jurassic Park that was also in RoboCop? I don't recall. I don't remember. No. I don't recall either. I'll look it up real quick. Um, either way, I had... Uh, I uh, Phil Tibbet, you know, the guy who did the practical effects, uh, the stop motion work specifically for RoboCop, um, actually had a quote when he first saw, you know, the computer-generated work uh, in Jurassic Park, where he was like, I've just become extinct. Which Spielberg nice. would later go on to use in the film, uh, as the archaeologists say about, you know, the DNA uh, scientist. Side note, uh, I don't think, calling it now, I don't think Biden is going to win the 2020 election. Oh, you want to jump into that? Yeah, it's very possible, very possible that he does not. Because the people that didn't want Trump also didn't want Biden. So, I mean, we're backed into a corner. I still think Biden is the lesser of two evils, my personal opinion. And I don't mind Kamala Harris. Um, So I'll vote and hope that uh, Biden dies of a heart attack and Kamala Harris takes over. I don't know about that. Kamala Harris is like, you know what? Let's incarcerate trans people in the wrong prisons and also lock up a bunch of black people for smoking weed even though she herself smokes weed and i'm like i don't know yeah, if i like she that was, about when she was like a, a lawyer whatever on during when weed wasn't legal yeah i heard she wasn't great uh then when she was like a justice or whatever it was that she was yeah from my understanding she doesn't have the greatest uh judicial policies track record yeah but also i don't think that any single politician does maybe aoc she might be chill can't trust a politician not even aoc i don't think there's uh i don't think there's like really any good politician i think most politicians it's just you know power corrupts absolutely or whatever so i have a scenario I i still would rather uh obama's vp over another four years of trump i have a scenario about this which character do you think Biden and Trump is in RoboCop? I guess Biden is the guy <laughs> that made RoboCop, and Trump is the guy that kills the guy that made RoboCop. Not not the oh maybe he is. I was oh it wasn't it wasn't the Jurassic Park guy. I was thinking of Red from that '70s show. Because oh. <laughs> it's he's yeah, also in yeah Red's uh, in this movie. Is his name Kurt Woodsmith? Yeah. Kurt, no, his name I was like Bodick. I think his name was like no, Bodick. No, no, his or something real life like name. No, his actual his oh, real name. life name. Yeah. I don't remember. Kurt Woodsmith, you're right. Yeah. Love that man. Oh my god. 
He's so old now. Yeah, he's super old, yeah. He looks like Ashton Kutcher's skeleton. Jumping Lord. back into Robocop talk full full head on. Yes, please. Um, man, the villains were actually probably the best part of the film for me. You guys mentioned earlier that hyena henchman, but like Kurtwood Smith is like a good villain. He kind of reminded me of like he kind of reminded me of uh, Jack Nicholson in any kind of antagonistic role. Yeah. Where, like, he had this kind of, like, that. aura of him where it's like, yeah, he's kind of, like, an average guy or whatever. And, like, you know, you can be joking and drinking with him one second. And then he'll just, like, shoot you or stab you and be like, yep, yeah, that's what happens, friendo. Do you know what his energy also reminded me of? Bill Hader as Barry for some reason. He does Which... look, they look similar. Bill Hader. I I don't know. <laughs> they do. They do him. look similar. Bill Hader could play Kurtwood Smith on SNL. He could go back, just like they said. Maya Rudolph was going to come back for Kamala Harris. Oh, that's great. What do you think? Come back and play. Mm, I don't have a good Kurtwood Smith impression. I d- that guy's great though. I can only think of like him as I. I really when I see him. Him my, as red. Yeah, that's the I first. I hate thought. gays. Foreman, are you gay? I don't know. That's not Warren, what it sounds like at all. Are you gay? Is that what he sounds like? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like. like he. I also feel like he's the kind of like old conservative dad who would like tip tap around the issue where he like he wouldn't say it. Like he'd be like, "You wouldn't say gay." Yeah. No. Wait, I thought he said that in the show, and I thought Morgan was quoting the show. I don't think Morgan I mean, was quoting the show. He says something. He says something. He's like worried about Foreman's <laughs> manliness or something in the show. I don't know. He's a great stepdad. I don't remember. Yeah. He's a stepdad? Hold on. Yeah. We got to watch the step seventy show yeah, more. Nope, he's one of your stepdads. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we should plug yeah. your YouTube channel at some point in this, shouldn't we? No. <laughs> that means I'll have to go back to working on it. God, Aww. I hate editing. Aww. Yeah. If there sorry, was no yeah. editing, I should just start streaming on Twitch instead. Zero editing involved. And if I tag everything as Jackbox, people would just start swarming to it. You know, honestly, why not? We're already, Let's we're start a fucking flame war. Twitch streamers? Laziest form of entertainment. Honestly? Oh, shit. I wouldn't say that. Let's see. What, honestly, what? it's super easy to just stream yourself play. That it's an easy thing to do, but being entertaining at it is difficult. Having the right personality for it is one thing. It's a much easier setup. It's so much easier than having to edit and all this stuff and the lay the layouts and everything's already on there and ready for you. As long as you have basic technological skills, you can do it. But having the right personality that, though, and just like ability to promote yourself and stuff, that's a whole other deal. Which is but harder. Twitch streaming way easier than like editing all of these YouTube video contents for YouTube or something because you have to put editing into it. It's so not fun. Which is harder, a person who does mukbangs for a living or a Twitch streamer who isn't a mukbanger? So what was the a mudbanger? Mukbanger. What's a mukbanger? They uh, stream themselves eating. Yes. Oh, which one's easier? Yes. Uh, I'd probably put those on par. I mean, on, with the eating, you actually have to, like, prepare a meal, I assume. They just sometimes eat and fast also, food. Or you could just eat fast food, that's true. Yeah. I, I, would, I don't know, they're on par for me, I, I would think. say they're on par. I think, 
there are more eclectic personalities that can draw you in. Like, just whatever they do is just interesting to watch. And I will say there is some talent and skill that goes into some streamers. And, I mean, it's constant work. You have to be on the grind with the social media and all that stuff. But in terms of actual technical skills and getting it started, it is a very accessible format. It's, you know, it's recording yourself playing a game or doing whatever or, you know. And, like, while it's live, so while it's happening, that's it. When you end it, it's already happened. You're done. I would say it's also, the problem is, I think, if you want to go pro or, like, big in the scene, it's kind of squandered. It's not squandered, but it's really fucking tight competition. Saturated? Saturated. Yeah, saturated. saturated the market's saturated. Yes. I can't think of the right word. But yes. Squandered. They I squandered a potential. The opposite. I can be a great Twitch streamer. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, in order to actually get yourself up there, I think it either comes down to you were one of the first, and so therefore people watch you. Like nowadays, now that it's so saturated, you need to you need to work at it, sure, to get yourself known. But the actual work involved of the process of Twitch streaming is more simple than like other things where you might have to edit the video on top of filming it. But at the same time, that also means you can cut out all the bad things you say versus in On streaming Twitch. where it's you, you can see all the bullshit yeah you can see yeah, you they if they get angry and pull a pewdiepie you know pewdiepie said the n-word <laughs> on there. stream right that's what happened yeah exactly yes start another flame war uh sure throw it in there more specific flame war pewdiepie's a fucking racist like what the fuck? He definitely, he definitely said the N-word. I don't know much about him. He paid a group of Black impoverished people. people to do... I, was it a Nazi salute? What the fuck was it? Yes. Yeah, no, it was a uh, Nazi so salute. Like Hitler did he nothing paid wrong. Them. And then he was like, oh, I didn't think they'd actually do it. I thought it was a joke. This is my Polish accent. I don't know what the fuck he is. That might have <laughs> been uh, racist. I think he's like Norwegian <laughs> or something. But it did sound a lot like him. But also maybe a little Indian. Uh, my wife says that all my accents have been going to Indian lately, and I don't know why. That's how all my accents, all that, that, that's how all my accents also turn out. They always end up in Indian if I try too hard. Good lord, I don't know what that says about you, Morgan. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. That was trying to be perfect, a Mexican perfect. accent, but it wasn't great. Oh, I, I thought, thought you were doing Japanese. a surf accent. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. I was Indian. No, shit, no. It's always Indian. Yes, we're okay, the most so inclusive podcast out there. Except when we're really, really racist. Holy shit. I'm so sorry. So, Morgan, well, you had a point. Just, yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, if you were in this world, this setting, old Detroit, would you want, one, would you want a privatized police force? And two, would you want RoboCop to replace the police? Hmm. Manny, what's your idea? Uh, you know, funny enough, I think that RoboCop, as he was first built, had some benefits in that he doesn't have the flaws of being a human being and that he 
can be a little bit more objective, although he's never going to be truly objective with someone programming him and, you know, putting in whatever sort of um, biases that they have. But he was far less biased. He, you know, he could have been programmed to be a much fairer police officer. But I think by the end of it, you know, he was more human than anything else. He's an android. So he's more human than anything else. And so he had all the faults of a human. He's not andro cop. He's robo cop. No, he's Murphy. He's Murphy. He's Murphy. And, you know, Murphy, I don't know the guy. Um, But, you know, he might have some, like, implicit biases and those might affect his police work. With all, you know, police officers. Yeah, I think it was those guys that killed him. I think that was his bias. Oh, yeah. But maybe that's not it. Maybe I think that did affect him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, he went on a murderous rampage. And that's, you know... Uh, you know, it's one thing to say, you know, they deserved it. They were, they were not great people. But also, who is he to be judge, juror, and executioner? Like, it's not his position uh, to do that. And so, no, I wouldn't want to live in a world with RoboCop, especially as he is at the end of it, where he can just, you know, be like, I'm a kill whoever has wronged me. Like, that's a terrible fucking... That's, that's you know, that's... That's why we have justice cops. system. It's one of the reasons why we have cops. Uh. So, because we, we decided that dueling was something we didn't want. So we got rid of that, and now it's just cops. No, I but don't Robocop think that's how like history works, Morgan. Um, Ro- Robocop is a duelist living in a non-duelist <laughs> world. Fucking yummy. <laughs> Your turn, creep. <laughs> I summon Exodia. By my primary directive. This is what I mean when I'm talking about pop culture just influences how we view RoboCop. It's just oh, so funny to me to think about. RoboCop, the uh, in Detroit, a statue of RoboCop has been in development based on a joke no way. since 2011. And finally, it has a, an official release date of, I think, March 2021. Oh, thank Jesus. No more so no it, more Confederate statues. We have RoboCop. They're going to the replace true it with RoboCop. Statue. Good During like they Lord. were gonna do like a, a new Detroit, I think was the bill. Detroit was like we're gonna make a new Detroit, and when they uh, unleashed this bill or whatever, one of the like publicists or someone said to them like, "Oh, is RoboCop a part of this bill?" As a joke because of RoboCop, an old Detroit, and then because of that joke, or oh, they were like, "No," and then all the fans were like, "But we're gonna give you like all this money so that RoboCop get, can be part of this bill." And like they essentially that. funded this statue, oh. so it's been it's been back and forth all this time during development. But finally, I think in a place called Imagination Station or something in Detroit, a RoboCop statue is supposed to be unveiled sometime next year. I don't like that at all. Um, to wrap to rapidly wrap around those both of those topics, I would hate to be living in RoboCop's world, and I also hate living in our world right now because apparently RoboCop fans were like, let's put the symbol of fucked up police brutality and cop, and cop institutions in our fucking city because it's a funny reference to a cool movie we all watched in the 80s. Specifically because this movie, you can't live in this world because it's bullshit. The people don't act like people. Fucking, we were just talking about earlier, the screaming, laughing black man would never do that. Who the fuck laughs like that if you're a black person living in Detroit? Sure, if you're a crackhead, maybe, but like... Those people aren't real. They just tear shit up for no reason. There's no context to this fucking violence. They're just, fuck it up. And I, that movie's stupid for that reason alone. It's almost like idiocracy to me. Well, it's a new future where that's 
that's life essentially it's it's almost like a future living where like the looter mentality or whatever is just i guess non-stop i think more than being a realistic painting of a new future i mean i think you know, I think we've mentioned that. I don't think it's realistic, no. I, well, I, <laughs> it's a sci-fi. I was going to say, I think, you know, it hits some nails on the head with the privatization of uh, medical care and potentially the privatization of police forces. Um, but I think more than anything, the characters in this film are caricatures. Of, yeah, 100%. You know, real life issues. You know, criminals in Detroit aren't just criminals because of malicious intent or because they're evil or whatever. Yeah. They're criminals for, you know, a variety of reasons that are complex and come down to socioeconomic reasons. Um, and, you know, the cops are, like, these beacons of hope and they're the last line of protectors. But, like, you know, cops aren't perfect. Cops are people. And we've seen that all too much in, you know, our world now in the united states and you know in the rest of the world really too i mean the cops aren't perfect anywhere and they're corrupted by a certain system i mean we can see it like opc that's just how it goes opc controls the way the distribution of drugs crime and all that stuff and also the police that regulates that it's run by both ways my only critique yeah, of that is like that it, it centers ways. the idea that it's like, oh, if we take out this one guy, no more crime will happen. Bullshit. But when I, I think for like in terms of like systemic critique, I think Robocop punches a little bit in that direction. At least a little bit. I think to be fair, that wasn't what Robocop was trying. Oh, you mean when he killed uh, the big boss guy. Again, I don't think he was trying to stop crime in total, I just, in, t- in its totality. I think his point was this guy did a crime, so I've got to stop him. That was about, that was, I think, as far as Robocop thought about it, which is true. That guy did a crime, and so he had to stop him. That was his, one of his prime directives. Right. I want to point that out, actually, specifically. Robocop is our, like, our view into the movie. And also, real quick side tangent, Manny, your, your, your open shirt is distracting the fuck out of me. It's, it's, <laughs> Add some bouch wow music in. Listen, I I do like an open faced Robocop, but this is a bit much for me. Too much of it. If Robocop went open open chest, that would have been all those wires Ooh, pouring out. The circuitry. It's like oh, that yeah. uh, Turn around. I'm about to flash my hairy brown ass to Keanu. Oh yeah. Ooh, look at that thing. Oh, it's so juicy. Good lord. It's like a coconut. <laughs> okay, gotta put it away now. There you go. You're good. <laughs> Oh God! See, I was re- I'm actually recording our faces, Ooh. so I can't wait to go back and look at that. Well, you're recording our faces. Yeah, I always hit record for this part, just in case, you know. You oh yes, what? of course. Uh, Truly, some of the faces. No, I'm are- <laughs> okay. Wait, can I record on this? Sh- no, I can't. Fuck you, Discord. How am I gonna record my e thoughts? No, I think I think RoboCop. You know, it's a goofy film. It's a goofy action film. And, you know, there's yeah. some, you know, political um, political discussion in there that you can extrapolate from some of the writing. But, yeah, I think it True. is what it is. It's an action film. It was fun. Um, the effects weren't honestly that bad for the time. I'm always so ecstatically proud of uh, stop-motion animators. Holy oh, yeah. shit. The amount of work you have to do to do claymation and to do stop-motion. Yeah, yeah. They are so underrated. 
Jesus Christ. People I are loved like, the 209 so much. It looks fucking funny, David and Goliath, but like, no, it's impressive. It's What? It's so good. The way it was like... It like pretended to be a fucking T-Rex. Like, it was so good. It honestly looked Which better to me than the fucking Brontosaurus in Jurassic Park. That's how much better it looked to me. The the robot itself looked good. There were some scenes where it very clearly looked like it was superimposed in... Uh, I don't know if I'd say it was better than any of the Jurassic Park dudes, just because that's 10 years later and a lot more tech. But it was definitely... It was uh, totally fine for the most part of the film uh, in terms of its uh, effects. I thought... Uh, just the com- having conversation about the the two uh, the two dudes the two uh, I guess evil CEO type bosses Just you know the one guy the they both were kind of portrayed in a bad light. Um, do you guys have like a side that you would be on if uh, if uh, right, let's imagine that the older CEO the number two VP guy and his giant robot dude and then so you have the, you have these two as your fighters or you have the coke addled uh younger younger <laughs> guy with robocop these were your fighters which which fighter <laughs> team would you choose well i think we Are know that robocop Manny? team wins but more importantly i he does win but he needed outside help he did more importantly <laughs> I fucking love this little cocaine maniac. He's just like, yeah, business. I'm a fucking win. I'm a fucking jammer. Watch me fuck these two Adam girls Sandler. while doing cocaine. Cocaine threesome for life is, you know. That was basically the movie of Wall this Street. This is how that I scene win. That was basically what the entire Wall Street movie was. You mean the, uh, the Wolves of Wall yeah, Street. The, wolf, the Wolf DiCaprio. of Wall Street. Yeah, that was the entire Wolf of Wall Street movie in, in a quick two-minute clip. <laughs> Kind of was. I had a quick joke for this many to twist it a bit more into our interest. Maybe if you had to, if you had to choose two characters to play in a two v two like Tekken or like NBC type game, which would you pick? The guy who made RoboCop and Hit and RoboCop, or the guy who made E two o nine and the guy and the guy himself? Yeah, that was who's, the who's point. A in, a, in a two v two like, but I'm, uh, I'm imagining fighter. like in video games. But style, in like a yeah, like, yeah, that's also how I was imagining oh, you, like a Marvel vs. Capcom thing. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I thought you guys were being realistic. <laughs> if you had these are your two fighters to choose from that are going to go up against each other yeah no i i still stick with uh robocop and his creator because robocop is you know he'll basically play like uh iron man in marvel vs. capcom 2 and have all these really cool fucking things but then the cokehead will play like uh that one yeah like mike west in mvc3 fucking frank west. frank west yeah exactly that's exactly <laughs> oh what i was thinking exactly who we'd play with well on the other hand like these two dudes will be like boring ass like... but another point to make is that the older dude cannot be attacked by robocop oh yeah until he, like, he loses it but this is a video game so anything goes this is this is let's say like he like it's a video game so let's say he essentially has like Really good, like, really high, like, I don't know, block or deflection abilities. Or someone can freeze Robocop. Robocop system and whatever kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that old dude who created uh, Ed 209. Yeah, e- yeah, Ed, that was his name, that's right. I- I'm, I'm going to go for the Ed team, because I think without, like, without essentially plot armor and, and just, like, the plot devices that allow Robocop to win, stairs? I think Ed... 
stairs. I mean, that's why he can't walk downstairs. <laughs> I forgot that's what happened. He couldn't walk downstairs. That was the first time. The second time he needed like the help oh. of like a military, like uh, I don't know what was it, like a rocket launcher or something. Yeah, uh, it was a rocket launcher. Yeah, basically. A which that could launcher. be like his special, his special Robocop special could be like a rocket launcher yeah. or something. I, I'm still going Robocop uh-huh. team for sure. I'm gonna go I'm into actually, Ed G. Because I, I don't think E209, there's gonna be stairs in this 2D in this 2D fighting game. The way I see E209 is a lot like Sentinel. Or Sentinel. I can see that. He's overpowered, yeah. he's busted, but he's big as fucking bulky. So he has obvious like so movement options. So meanwhile, mm-hmm. I kinda see the guy who made totally Sentinel like kind of like Phoenix Wright. What? No, I Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I saw him as Doom. <laughs> Doom. Wait, who, you saw, oh, you saw the older guy as Doom? Yeah. Personality-wise, maybe. That'd maybe. be dope. I could see him as Doom Guy. You're but talking about Doom on. Guy, right? No. Like no Doom not, Guy from not Doom? Not Duke Nukem. Not. Do- no, Doctor Doom. Doom Guy is somebody Duke else. Nukem? Doom Guy is somebody oh else. Oh my god, my brain. Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. From the Fantastic oh, Four. Oh, right, right. Yes, yes, okay. That would still Doom. be dope as fuck. Yeah, let's go with that. So basically, it's Doctor Doom and Sentinel versus... Uh, is it Travis something? Uh, Frank West? Frank West. Frank West. I've said it so many and times. And Robocop. Robocop pretty much Iron operates Man. the way Robocop operates, with his special probably being like a like a rocket blast or whatever. War Machine. Yeah. War Machine isn't in the game. Shit. That's true, he is. MVC3 is just like a costume, I think. Yeah. I'm going with saying? Iron Man and Frank West. Still okay. I'm going. I always, I always love Sentinel. So I'll play Sentinel. And, Sentinel's uh, fun. Sentinel's also another like form of police. Like he's another form of police oh, critique is, as well. Well, he's sort of fascist, right? Like he's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, All totally. mutants must die. Yeah, so like works. Pyramid shit. All right, I think, uh, you know, uh, in the comments or whatever, tell us which fighting <laughs> team you would choose for your. Marvel versus Capcom esque Robocop versus E D uh or Ed fighting are team. We, are uh, we putting this on YouTube? Maybe There's we're no putting new... this I don't know. Podcast can have comments, right? Yeah. Let they us reviews. know somehow. Mail us. Just shout into the void and someone will be listening. Concentrate your thoughts really hard. We should also make an email for this. Is that what you said? You know, in, in our just we haven't done it yet, but in our description when these comes out when these come out we'll have our email and stuff in there. You can go ahead and let us know your thoughts. Um, any last thoughts from you guys? Because I think we're about ready to wrap up our Robocop discussion. Wasn't as good as Jurassic Park, but it was still, you know, a fun film and I'm glad I finally have seen it because it's a, apparently iconic. It's a sci-fi classic. You should watch it if you haven't, but don't expect too much out of it. It's a bit dated. Uh, the political commentary is surprisingly poignant, but, you know, leaves a little bit to be desired, especially in my head when I think of the much superior uh, movie from uh, director Paul Verhoeven oh, and writer uh, writer Edward Neuter. Um, wow, great how you came out with the, the top of your head there. The top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. He's wow. totally not looking not, at the screen not right look now. at my notes at all. I can't see. I can't see like a clear screen through your eye, through your glasses. Good the Lord. much superior Paul and Eddie film, Starship Troopers, which I think has a little bit more political commentary and a little bit more philosophical thought. And also, it's just a little bit better done. I mean, it came out 10 okay. or so years newer. later. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was bound to be better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fair enough. So, yeah. Rebel Cop yeah. gets, uh, gets one out of 
three. I guess one Werther's out of five. I'll give it. I'll give it uh, two rounds in my Glock. I love Wait, that. Oh yeah, that was bullshit. By the way, how the fuck they had so many rounds in his fucking gun? That's uh. He probably stupid. had some sort of automatic like system where like it went through his chest and uh, and went through his arm all the way into the gun that he held. It was probably fucking some robot cowboys. shit. Fuck Clint Eastwood. I gotta say, I do like... I was gonna... Funny enough, I was about to talk about Westerns. <laughs> I do like, uh, you know, his little gun trick, because it reminded me of, like, sci-fi Westerns or, like, space Westerns, which are, like, one of my oh, yeah, favorite yeah. genres. Space Westerns are cool. Cowboy Bebop, cool. Firefly, Trigun to a lesser extent. Month? Huh? Is there movies for that? Yeah. Is there space Firefly, Westerns? Space Western movies? Cowboy Bebop. Bebop. There's a dark TV no, shows. There, there, I think there was a Cowboy Bebop film. There was the Serenity there film. There's films of TV. space cowboy TV shows. I would say that uh, that's the thing. With Space Westerns, I think that they probably make better episodic series than they do like movies. Definitely. Yeah. Much better than the RoboCop animated TV show. Oh, I forgot that existed. Oh yeah, that was don't bad. Think about that it. was not great. Don't look don't, into that don't man. Don't think about it's it. It's almost as bad as the Mega Man animated TV series. Mega Man, the Mega old Man. one. Yeah. Why am I fighting for this? No, ah! no, not that one. That was the Japanese one. There is. They're both. Oh, in a, in a Western. The West, There was a Mega Western Man? Mega Man t- television series. I don't know if it was the nineties or the seventies. Time is <laughs> bullshit. Uh, <laughs> but it was two bad. Very different decades. We're old. Code name. We're old. Fair, fair enough, sure. They have, you know, everything wraps up every 20 years. Well, my final thoughts about Robocop are, you know, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Otherwise. Good joke you said earlier. <laughs> uh, Manny, uh, why don't you tell us what we're watching next? Thank you. So, sci-fi, I find, is a genre that lends itself to political and to uh, philosophical commentary. And following on that trend, I'm going to do one that's a little bit heavier-handed on the politics. District 9, a sci-fi film about immigrant bugs. That's right, District 9. The uh, famous sequel to District 6, which, of course, District 9 did also precede the even more famous District 69. Anyway... I'm excited. I haven't seen District 9 or 6, but I did see District 69. It's on Pornhub. Uh, is it really? I'm going to look it up right now. It probably is, uh, I can't honestly. do that. I'm going to get in trouble. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm excited to see District 9. I, uh, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen any of the movies in our sci-fi September blockbuster uh, block. So excited to finally watch it. Yeah. Keanu, any notes on District 9 and the future of the Sorry Grandpa podcast? Uh, Bugman Sexy. Bugman Sexy. I'm got sorry, big old Grandpa. Eyes. Look at him. I'm sorry, Grandpa, but this Bugman is Bay. Yeah. Look at him. It's all coming full circle. The first podcast we ever did before we were a movie podcast was a video game podcast, <laughs> also about Keanu's bug fetish. Uh, you know, it was called uh, we. It was paper bugs, bug fables, bug fables, bug fables. Yep. Keanu was talking about the Beatle from Bug Fables, and he's like, yeah, I'd tap that. I don't know about that, man. She's kind of underage even for B's age. No, not sure. B, the Beatle. No, Kabu. not B, Kabu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kabu's cool. But I'm pretty sure Keanu would tap Leaf.
Ooh, I could see yeah. that. Leaf is of age. It's weird though, because one of my friends from college is named Leaf, so I don't know how I feel about that. Anyways, I'm sorry, Grandpa. I'm sorry, Grandpa. I'm sorry, Grandpa. Sunday morning. I also might have to burp me up. <laughs> yeah, it'd be hilarious okay. if, you know, you, because I do like the, you know, burps in the mouth and then I like let it go. You just do like an open burp. It'd be hilarious oh, yeah. if you like actually did throw up a little bit there. Where like you just <laughs> a little bit. Go, just like a <laughs> little bit of vomit. You guys burp and then inhale the burpness through your nostrils like you're doing a smoke trick.